Uh, hello everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, I, uh, am still in my new apartment. I will be for the foreseeable future. I do have more stuff in here now, so hopefully it sounds less like I'm in an empty warehouse. It, it's still a bit echoey, but, uh, you know, we're gonna, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get there. Um, I am, further updates on just my physical location, I am closer to the window, um, but I don't know if that'll make that much of a difference in terms of car noises, because it's not, like, it's not that big of a room. Um, I did make the mistake of leaving all my D&D stuff on this desk, so hopefully I don't start making sounds with it in the middle of talking. Um, yeah, I unfortunately have uh, literally nothing on the table in front of me, except for my drink and my phone. So I'm just, like, doing the, um... Uh, you know how, like, when you're young and you are prone to touching things in stores and your parents make you cross your arms, so then you're, like, really concentrating on keeping your arms crossed the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the uh, very... That's, that's how I'm doing. That really neurotypical mood? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Just, oh no, Just, I'm gonna get myself oh, in trouble. Geez. I gotta keep my arms crossed. Yep. Um, I also have the fan going, because it is very hot, and I can see it a little bit on the waveform, but I don't know if it's going to be annoying or not. So, if it's annoying, we apologize. Yeah, listen, if it's annoying, leave us a comment. Please don't. Send us an email, capesandjapes at gmail.com. Email is um, fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, we'll, uh, next time I will just let my bones melt. But today I did not want my bones to melt, um, because I want to talk about some comic books. Dang it. <laughs> um, How are we going to talk about comic books with melted bones? Our jaw is a bone. <laughs> Our jaw is a bone. Comic books are at risk of melting my bones pretty much 24-7. Gods, don't I know it. I... Mm. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have another fun you know another fun post show segment. The fun thing about reading comics books uh more often than usual and also reading comics books from the uh, late eighties, early nineties, is you're sometimes you're just sitting there like, Wow, they sure did rate this, huh? Hmm. Hmm, seems like they did, looks <laughs> like. Um Speaking, uh, speaking of some stuff they sure did write, um, we, uh, talked recently about, um, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing, uh, and then we took a detour so Briar could explain all of Crisis on Infinite Earths. I had to get it off my chest. Yes, I listen. would have died. It w and then what would I have done? Just made the whole podcast by myself? No, obviously. I mean, you could replace me. No, no one could replace you. I mean, maybe not like it wouldn't be the same, but you know, I could be replaced. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would refuse. I, I could be replaced with a malfunctioning robot, but you know. <laughs> Famously, and nobody would know the difference, nobody, and, then and then you would, would explode it. on air, and we would all have a funeral for you, and then we would find out you were a robot the whole time. Gods, okay, I'm sorry, I keep derailing. No, it's fine. Anyways, the point is, um, talking about, uh, Colleen made me want to talk about, uh, another Marvel character, um, who is not, uh, really related to Colleen, but just on the subject, speaking of, uh, women of Asian descent in Marvel, um, I felt like we should talk about, uh, Silk, uh, who is, 
I think a decent number of people have heard of, but uh, Silk is a uh, member of the extended spider family. Um, Silk, you know, like spider Silk. Um, and uh, she was, she's a fairly recent uh, addition. She was created in uh, 2014. Oh. Um, that is yeah, fairly recent. The, it is, especially in, you know, the grand history of comics. Um, she was created in 2014 uh, as, like, a part of Dan Slott and uh, Humberto Ramos's uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, she was, uh, she had, like, I think, like, a cameo in, like, the first couple of issues, um, and then she was actually properly introduced while the, uh, original Sin storyline was going on. Um, not super related to that, uh, but... There she is. There, she's there. Um... So, there's, um, okay, there is some stuff to unpack about Silk, but I have to explain some stuff that I discovered researching this that is truly deeply whack, um, and it's, like, not even, like, the parts related to Silk aren't even the whack parts. Um, but I don't, I, I, there's, I can't, like, discuss Silk's backstory without explaining this extremely whack stuff. So, okay. Um, there is, um, there was a storyline, um, many years not many years, but, like, early 2000s, considerably before Silk showed up, where Spider-Man, um, met a guy named Ezekiel Sims, um, who was, who had powers that were like Spider-Man's powers, but he got them through magic. Okay. Yeah, and he explains uh to Spider-Man that okay, that the spider that bit him was actually a magic spider. It wasn't radioactive, it was magic. Okay, so Peter Parker was bitten by a magic spider. Yes, famously. Okay. It's just like the the song. So is now he, he has magic he blood. Yeah. Listen, bub. He's got magic blood. Um, and he, I, if I am misunderstanding any of this, please tell me because, like, I have not read a lot of Spider-Man and obviously I haven't read these and I'm just basing this on what I found trying, just trying to tell people about Silk, but... <laughs> Internet, let us know about Cindy Moon without also telling us that Spider-Man is magic, actually. <laughs> um, and he explains to Peter that, um, there is, like, a, a group of people called totems that have spiritual links with specific animals. Um, uh, and now you're probably saying, hey, aren't totems, like, you know, a concept that, uh, are tied into several Native American tribes, and it's definitely, that's not what it means? Doesn't that sound kind of busted? And it does sound very busted to me, reading this, and I had to read the word totems so many times. Um... Also, you took a perfectly normal, non-appropriative comic book storyline, which is wild. Yeah. And... There's so few of them. <laughs> there's so few of them. You took, like, 
one of the only original non-appropriative storylines, and you're like, hey, actually, we should appropriate Let's some just shit. get some appropriation in there. Um, <sighs> yeah. Um, so he explains to him that Spider-Man is a totem, and that other spider people are also totems, and that they're is this group of people. Uh, there's this guy named Morloon, who is a member of this group of people called the Inheritors, who are basically vampires. Like, I mean, like, they, they dress and act like classic, like, literary vampires. But instead of drinking blood, they feed off the energy of different totems? Um, question mark? Um, I... So they want to eat Spider-Man. Um, I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Um, um, and Ezekiel, uh, I think eventually, like, dies, like, uh, sacrificing himself for Spider-Man because he's like, oh, Peter, you did so much more with your powers. I just kind of became a capitalist. <laughs> Bye. Um. <laughs> if only more capitalists could realize. Yeah. If only. But just before... <laughs> Imagine Elon Musk one day waking up like, actually, you know what? I should sacrifice myself for Spider-Man. I mean, he should. <laughs> Jeff Bezos just shows up like, I I'm sorry, Spider-Man. I'll take this one. Listen, you've, <laughs> you've done enough for all of us, buddy. I got it. Um, but before Ezekiel dies, I think... He dies. Um, we find out that after the spider bit Peter, famously, mm -hmm. um, it continued. It was like it was it was dying from radiation, but before it did. So magic. <laughs> Let me get this straight. A magic spider was dying of radiation poisoning. <laughs> And it was it Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah, the radiation unrelated to the spider powers. <laughs> I always thought it was the radiation, but no. Radiation it can still magic. kill me. Um, the spider goes and, not having had enough, finds another student, um, who's Peter's age, uh who is a young uh, Korean-American woman named uh, Cindy Moon. Um, and that Galdern spider just heck invites her, too. Um, I mean, yeah. I, how, how does the uh, increased radiation sickness of the spider affect Cindy? <laughs> because um, I would feel like if this magic spider can die of radiation poisoning, it might have some impact on the magic. Does she get any different powers than Peter did? Uh, or is it just the same? It's, it is about the same. I think her, like, her spider sense is better, um, but she's not as strong. So it evens out. Okay. Um, but, uh... She, I do admire just, like, the the boldness in being like, we've got a spin-off character for our favorite superhero. How'd they get their powers? The same spider. <laughs> the exact same spider. Couldn't it just be, you know, uh, like, a different spider that had, like, some other stuff going on or just, like, some similar no, unrelated things? No. Same, same exact same dang spider. One. It just took her a while to become... Silk, because Spider-Man was already out there, and she's like, "No, I have to. I have to finish school. I gotta focus on this." Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, actually, uh, funny you should mention <laughs> that. What happens 
is that um, Ezekiel uh, finds out about this girl with spider powers. Um, I think, like, I think her powers, like, manifest more, like, rapidly than Peter's. Um, and, uh, Ezekiel Sims finds out about this, uh, comes, uh, comes to Cindy's, I'm gonna say Sydney, I know it, um, comes to Cindy's family, um, and, uh, says, I know what's going on here. I have spider powers that I got from magic. I can, uh, teach her how to deal with this so, you know, it doesn't go bonkers. And her family's like, well, that sounds pretty good. So he, um, Cindy goes to live with him to train. Um. Hold on. Mm Mm-hmm. A strange dude shows up to your house. Yeah. Tells you that he has the same magic as your daughter, and you, yeah. your your college aged daughter, or is this no? This is high school. Same, yeah, teen. Yeah, your teen daughter. Your your teenage daughter, and you let her live with him, an adult man, well, he's a rich. stranger. He's really rich, though. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but if you think about no. it. No. <laughs> okay. If you think about it, you can tell a woman would not have written this. Um, yeah, well, it's, uh, turns out your instincts were right, buddy, because, um, uh, she spends, um, a few years training with him, and then he says, Cindy, here's the deal. These whack vampires want to eat people with spider powers. So, I'm going to lock you in a bunker under my house. What? Come on! (laughs) I hate it. Yeah, no, it's real, it's real bad. It's real bad. Um, so she just, she's just in a bunker for, I think, like, seven years. What the fuck? Yeah, and then, um... Comics? Peter. Comics, we need to talk. We need to talk, comics. We need to have such a conversation. This is not Um, okay. This is 2014. This is not okay. Yeah, this is 2014 that they came up with this. It's really busted. Um, But uh, the reason this ties into uh, Original Sin is that... uh, Not really, but Original Sin is about um, Uatu the Watcher getting murdered and everybody trying to figure out who did it. And while Peter is trying to help figure out who did it, his, like... uh, exposure to, like, the energy of Uatu's eye, um, gives him this, uh, vision of the fact that, uh, Cindy also got bit by the same spider and she's in a bunker and has been for, like, seven years. And he's like, oh, fuck! I- I must help this woman, cause that's whack. That's busted as hell! Um, hey, can you imagine if, like, that was a permanent attribute and Peter Parker just, like, randomly gets visions about other women trapped in bunkers and is like, well, Aunt May, I'm going to, I'm, mm, I'm going on a trip, I gotta free a woman from a bunker, and Aunt May just, like, grabs a shotgun and she's like, I'm coming with you. (laughs) That would be a very good comic book. Um... But, uh, so he, uh, he finds Silk and gets her out of this bunker, and she is, she's not Silk yet, she's just Cindy. Um, but he finds Cindy and gets her out of this bunker, and she's very upset because she's like, no, I gotta stay in here because the, uh, vampires are gonna come and eat me, and Peter's like, 
No. <laughs> I already fought Morloon, and he's dead, and Ezekiel's also dead. Can you imagine if Peter had no idea, though? And he was like, the what now? Excuse me? She's like, the <laughs> spider vampires who eat magic spider people. He's like, I've what? Ne- nobody's ever tried to eat me. I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Um... Oh, God, the vampire. Um, They were just waiting. They're like, ugh, Peter, you look like you would taste disgusting. So we've been waiting to find Cindy Moon, but you found her for us. Thanks. Peter's like, no, wait, here's a capitalist instead. (laughs) Please eat this capitalist. I'm begging you. Um, But, uh, she, uh... So, Cindy gets out, um, pretty messed up by this, does not know where her family is, or what happened to them, um, does, uh, does, it's another thing I don't really like, does start dating Peter real quick after this happens. I, I, I mean, (sighs) I I guess there's something to be said for like, hey, at least we can both we we both have the spider powers, so we at least know about that. But also, honey, you've been in a bunker for seven years. You it just it just takes take some time for you. Just okay? I mean, she's had seven years for her. Just take some time outside. Take go for a yeah. hike. Something. It's just, like, the way the, like, the way the Wikipedia summary is, like, worded this was, like, it was, like, this is probably, could just be the way the summary was condensed, but, like, the summary of this, like, story was, like, the fifth sentence after Cindy leaves the bunker was, like, she finds out that Morloon might still be alive, which causes her to attack Peter. However, their attraction makes them kiss. Like, I don't love it. No, I mean, it's a... I hate it, because I do love the trope of, like, start fighting, end up kissing. It's a good trope, but also... Cindy, you've been in a bunker for seven years. It is a good trope. I like it less when it's, like... This woman is mad at a man, and then she is so into him, she just kisses him. And st- I like it less when it's heteronormative. Yes, um, true, fair. I guess I, is ooh, what I'm saying. Ooh, ooh, Olivia, I like it even less when it's woman is mad at man, and then man kisses woman to stop her from being ooh. mad. Oh, that's oh. the bad trope. That is like the oh. flip side of the coin where it's like, I like this trope, and it's like, oh, here you go. No, not like this. No, 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 no! No, 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 I take it back! Oh, God. Ugh. I, ugh, the worst. Yuck. Yuck. Ugh. Um, but, um, so she starts, uh, she starts dating Peter. Um, she, uh, helps him fight, uh, Black Cat and Electro. Um, she makes herself a costume. Um, and she decides to start going by Silk, um, and she also gets a day job at a news station, um, that might be owned by J. Jonah Jameson. She does also work for J. Jonah Jameson at some point. So, like, same spider, same boss. Um. So, are they just, like, okay... What if Peter Parker was a Korean-American woman with a more fucked-up backstory? What if we just do that? Would that work? Um, uh, but her intent working at the news station is to try and use, like, the resources they have to track down her family. Um. Fair. Yeah, which makes sense, because she's been in a bunker for 
so many years. Um, shortly after, I mean, right, pretty much, um, I think like right after she's introduced is, uh, when the, uh, do, do, do the Spider-Verse storyline happens, um, in which, uh, <laughs> you know, much, uh, much like the uh, critically acclaimed animated film is about a bunch of different versions and iterations of spider people uh, coming together. Um, because uh, part of what's going on is that uh, the other inheritors are trying to eat all of the spider people and consume their energy. Because of the frickin' totems thing that I don't like. Um, but, uh, Silk, uh, Silk is involved with that, um, as, you know, kind of a, uh, as one of the newer spider people. She has, like, kind of something to prove. But also, she did spend, like, several years intensively training and I assume while she was in the bunker, she was also practicing her spider abilities because there was not a lot to do. Um, okay, how big was this bunker, though? Like, I've been imagining, I, that like, I don't know. a small, like, like, a basement. But if this dude had that much money, it was probably, like, a whole house underground. What if there was a library? Just a whole-ass library. Imagine... Seven years, and all you have is, like, practicing, fighting, working out in the gym, and a big-ass library. <laughs> your muscles and your brain would get so big. I'm not saying it's good that she was trapped in a bunker, but if she had gone into that no. bunker willingly for seven years just to focus on herself, power move. That is true. That's fair. Um, she, uh, runs into some, like, uh, tension with some of the Spider-Men, um, including there's an old man Spider-Man who doesn't like her, um, and Superior Spider-Man, which is Doc Ock and Spider-Man's body, doesn't like her, which I feel like you should be like, this is Doc Ock and Spider-Man's body, like... Why are we calling him Superior Spider-Man? Did he call Why himself that? Why are we that? listening to him? Yeah, Wait. obviously. Okay, you can't... Just because he calls himself Superior Spider-Man doesn't mean that we have to. But it's like, there's so there's so many Spider-Men and they're running out of ways to distinguish Wait. them. You've got Spider-Oldman. You've got... <laughs> <laughs> Doc Octman. Yeah, yeah. Um... She's also, like, ugh, the inheritors are, like, trying to track down, like, all of these totems, but they're especially looking for, like, these, like, the most powerful ones that have these, like, special titles, and Silk is one of them, and her title is, like, The Bride, uh, or Spider Bride, uh, and it's like, come on! Uh, <laughs> Ugh. Um, so, um, after this, she does get, um, her own, uh, she gets her own solo series, which I want to go through the emotional roller coaster I had reading this, um, where it was like, uh, an ongoing title featuring Silk started publishing in February 2015. Good. Oh, great. Her own title. With scripts by supernatural writer Robbie Thompson. What? Oh no! What? <laughs> I l listen. I have which which episodes watched... did you write, Robbie? <laughs> Robbie, listen. This is so important. I'm speaking as someone who has watched maybe like six episodes of Supernatural. Um, so. I don't know, maybe Robbie did all the really good ones, but Supernatural is not a show, uh, from what I've heard from people I trust, that has a great track record 
with women hey. or people of color. Do you want to know? Uh, Robbie Thompson joined Supernatural in se- season seven. I'm pretty sure I stopped watching around then. Rip. All right, Robbie. I don't know if it's Robbie's uh, fault. No, I'm sure, like, writers' rooms are messy and complicated places. Um, I don't, maybe Robbie Thompson had a lot of great ideas that did not make it to screen. I just, supernatural writer Robbie Thompson did not fill me with confidence. Um, but, uh, in her solo series, um, it largely focuses on her, uh, looking for her family, um, having, like, a really difficult time finding them because, like, it seems like they've kind of, you know, she can't find, like, a lot of official records of them. Um, and, um, also, uh, her, uh, her ex-boyfriend, uh, died, um, while she was in the bunker. Um, here, Hector actually died, parentheses, while Cindy was being held in the bunker, when a neighbor attempted to summon a demon in his apartment block. Like, I fucking hate when that happens, dude. God. It's the worst. My neighbor tried Um, to summon a demon, and all I got was just mortal injuries. (laughs) Um, but he died, and then... He came back as a ghost, and now he's a ghost superhero named Spectro. Okay. Um, we we have got yeah. to talk about ghost names. And also, concept of dead man, name of Spectre. I know Marvel and DC <laughs> just, like, eat off each other's plates all the time, but, like, come on. Yeah. Well, his his real name is Hector. Um so I don't it's so much like Spectro shares so many letters with Hector. Um Spectro. Maybe he just thought it was a funny bit. Um but uh she she does get the therapist to help her with her, yeah, you know, her whole thing about being in a bunker for seven years. More therapists in superhero comics. More therapists in comics. Um, she also, um, she manages to find her brother, her little brother, um, and discovers that he was, uh... Uh, infused with goblin formula. What? Um, and now he doesn't remember what happened. Um, do they say why? They probably do. I was not able to, uh, find it. Um. Or is this just one of those, like, oh, well, you know, when you live in New York. I mean, yeah, basically. But, um, he, uh... She also, uh, she works for, um, Black Cat for a little while, um, which is pretty cool. Um, she is doing crime, but, some crime, but, you know, sometimes crime can be fun. Um, and, um, she also, um, she goes to... The negative zone, um, which is basically the phantom zone. Um, but it's, it's been, it's been around for a long time. This isn't something that they just made up for Silk. It's been around, it's a, uh, a, a Stanley and Jack Kirby creation, this concept of the negative zone. Um, but they go to the negative zone and there, they find that her parents are there and they had been 
trapped there because they went there looking for something that supposedly could be an antidote to Cindy's spider powers. Um, How did they get there? How did they get to the negative zone? Yeah. Um, Like, did they just figure out how to get there? Or did they, like, knock on, like, Doctor Strange's door or something? And they're like, hey, can you send us to the negative zone? We're trying to help our daughter. And he's like, sure. Yeah, I do this all the time. Um, Well, later, um, they uh, find out that her dad is actually working for a supervillain called Fang, um, who, uh, he, he went to her because she said that she could, like, you know, whatever, cure Cindy of her powers, but actually she wants to take them for herself. Um, but, uh, so I, I guess she worked for Ezekiel, um, or with Ezekiel, for Ezekiel, but, you know, she was evil and wanted to, like, overthrow him or whatever. Um, so I presumably, she came to Cindy's parents and went, hey, I know how to help your daughter, but you gotta go to the negative zone. And then they got stuck and she was like, oh, well, (laughs) damn. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of very weird... A lot of very weird stuff. If anyone has read Silk Solo series or knows more about how to explain this, please feel free to tell me. Because none of what I found clarified much of anything. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, um, she also, uh, she gets involved in a storyline where... uh, the, uh, Dead No More storyline where a bunch of, uh, people are coming back to life. Um, and, um, she also, uh, she meets an evil version of her from, um, Spider-Gwen's Earth, um, who, uh, is, like, the leader of, like, a shadowy cabal called, like, it called Silk, but, you know, like, S.H.I.E.L.D., like, an acronym. Mm. I don't know what it stands for, but, you know. Um. Silk is loving killing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Um. God have been one. Um. I, um. And she also, uh. She does literally do the same thing for J. Jonah Jameson that Peter did, where she takes pictures of herself fighting crime, um, and then goes, wow, look at these great pictures I got of Silk, who is not me. (laughs) Um. Same spider. Same spider, man. Um, but, uh, she also, she, um, works with Mockingbird at S.H.I.E.L.D. for a while. Good. Um, which is, yeah. Um, I think she ends up, like, like, properly attending, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. school, um, towards the end of the series. Um, currently, um, the, in the past, uh, year or so, I don't know what time is, um, she did, she joined a, um, a team called, uh, the Protectors that was composed of all, uh, Asian American superheroes. Um, and then in War of the Realms, um, she joins the, uh, the new agents of Atlas, um, who are also all like superheroes of uh Asian descent some of whom are um some of whom are new uh Arrow I think is new Wave is new um she's very cool um there's a uh a like a a 
K-pop star turned superhero named Luna Snow. Hell yeah. Um, which, yeah, like, that's dope. Um, but they, um, they have their own kind of, uh, book during War of the Realms. Um, and I think, I think they went on to have an ongoing book after War of the Realms was over, but I don't know for sure, and also I don't know what the status of a lot of ongoing books are, um, you know, based on circumstances. I do know that she was supposed to have a new solo series, um, written, uh, by, uh, Maureen Gu, who is a YA author who is actually, uh, Korean American, um, and drawn by, uh, Takashi Miyazawa. Um, but apparently that has been put on hold due to circumstances. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> for, for if people that's... in the future, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah. COVID-19 is happening as we speak. Um, but, so I don't know if that's, uh, going to happen at some point in the future or what. I hope it does. Um, because as is our continuing refrain on this show, oh, holy moly, (laughs) so much of Silk could have been improved if you hired writers from the background of the character that you're talking about. Writers and artists. Writers and artists, please. And then also don't just have them write about, you know, their own voices, characters, but also they can write like Spider-Man and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's so I was, um, reading a, um, review from uh Black Nerd Problems um by Lauren Bullock of like the first issue of Silk's solo series where she was talking about how it's like they don't actually like really talk about her like Korean heritage. Um Moon is a, a Korean like surname and i think it's like relatively common hey, but it's like they don't really speak i'm sorry i've had the uh you you gave me a good in to this i've had it i've had marvel.fandom.com open on my phone because i was trying to find what silk actually stood for but instead uh-huh. i came across the trivia for sydney oh boy and uh-huh. I just want to read you this bullet point word for word. Sure. Her last name Moon in Korean means gate, which may symbolize how Spider-Man unlocked the gates of her bunker and led her to her freedom. Hey, I think you could have uh, just stuck with that first part. I'm I, I don't gonna, think you had to I'm speculate. Gonna throw, I'm gonna throw my laptop out the window. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Why? Oh my god. (laughs) Um. I will will make her last name Moon because it means gate, and Peter opened the gates of the bunker. Opened the gates of her heart. Shut shut up. Shut up, comics. Shut up forever. Um. I don't know. It didn't have a, uh little uh footnote on it so i'm pretty sure they didn't pull that from anywhere so whoever wrote that maybe you should not have maybe you should have yeah, just, just said, really think about maybe you, think about your actions it, your words your choices is a common korean surname that means gate you can just say that you could you could have just said it um but so anyways in this review they were talking about how it's like she is Korean, and she has this Korean name, but, like, her, you know, at this point, when this came out, her Koreanness 
like, hadn't really been, like, talked about or even, like, properly canonically established. And it's, like, she has this, uh this design with, like, the kind of, you know, the mask that covers the lower part of her face that's, like, clearly supposed to evoke kind of the, you know, American idea of, like, a ninja, um, which is not a Korean thing. And it's not even really, like, the pop cultural, the American pop cultural idea of a ninja is not even what like, an actual Japanese ninja is. Um, yeah, wasn't that but, built out of, like, um, uh, like, theater? Yeah. Um, and it's also, like, her name is Silk, and in addition to being a spider thing, it's, you know, like, I think... The Silk Road. Yeah, the Silk Road, like, people associate Silk with, like, East Asia, but also, the Silk Road is a Chinese thing, and yeah. silk is, like, a Chinese export. Um, so it's, like, on the one hand, like, very cool that you're putting a new Asian-American spider character. On the other, maybe, like, <laughs> actually do some research and have <laughs> Asian writers and artists. And also, like, I want, like... I feel like a lot of things at comics could be fixed if they had, like, full-time, like, sensitivity consultants. Um, Gods, could also, you imagine? Yeah, given how things are going at comics, I don't think anyone is inclined to hire more full-time employees, but, like, holy moly, it would make things so much better. Oh, <sighs> Comics. I had to have a sippy because I got mad. Um, <laughs> it's all right. It's starting to get really uh, bone meltingly hot in this room. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. We should um, wrap this up. Anyways. So like, it's. I think Silk is like somewhat a step forward from Colleen. Um, but like. Well, you would hope so. Similarly, they had years. <laughs> They had, like, f like 30 to 40 years. And um, yet. And yet, um, another, you know, Asian character whose Asian-ness isn't really, like, reflected on too much, except to be like, oh, she has a cool sword. Um, and who also... For a second, I thought Silk had a sword. And I was like, she should wait, have that's sword. rad, though. <laughs> yeah. Let the spider um, family have swords. Give them all swords. Just, what do you have? A sword! No! no! Okay, um, but, but, but like, like the, the pirate-esque antics that they could do, swinging from a web and wielding a sword. Oh my god, it would be so good. Spider pirate when? Holy shit. There's gotta be one of them out there. Um... It also did strike me a little that um, she and Colleen are both characters who have, like, like Western, like, first names, and then their, like, surname is, like, an easily recognizable English word, um, which is not, like, there are plenty of, like, you know, Asian American people who have names like that. Yeah. It's just like if those are your only what, two. That's what you came up with, huh? Yeah. Um anyways. Um but this is this has been Silk is complicated. I hope that they are able to make that new solo series um and have a Korean American writer writing her. Because I think it would make a lot of things better. Um, and I do like, I do like Silk. Um, I think her design is cool. I think, you know, I think, like, obviously, like, having a Korean-American woman with spider powers is a cool thing to have. Oh, yeah. I just think you really, you gotta, you gotta try a little bit harder and think about the things you're doing. 
Um, I also see this is I we're going we're going long. Um, but I do want to say I see a lot of white cosplayers cosplaying Silk, and I always feel kind of weird about it. Yeah, it it's one of those really complicated things where it's like on one hand we shouldn't have to like in a perfect world where racism has never existed everybody right. would be able to cosplay any character they wanted because it's about appreciating a character in their design however <laughs> yes racism is alive and well today so maybe we should examine that a little bit maybe we should examine it and you know just really just really think about the things you're doing. That's the moral of the story. Just stop, just stop, just take a minute and think about it. Like, um, maybe don't look at uh, cosplayers of color and be all like, but blank character isn't ethnicity. Yeah, listen. Just listen. Just shut the fuck up. There's a difference. You know just there's a difference. You understand this. <laughs> I know you could, I know you can think about it in your mind. All of <sighs> so far, luckily, all of our listeners have been really rad. So this isn't at you, unless you're not rad. Yeah, think about being rad instead of whatever you're doing. Have um, you considered being chill yes. and like letting cosplayers live their lives and cosplay characters <sighs> that they want, even if their ethnicity doesn't match, unless. They're doing it in very poor taste, which some white cosplayers do. And also, blackface is never okay. I can't believe we never. have to say that in our, the year of our Lord 2020. Just, it's not, it's not, there's no like, but what if it's this? It, no. It's not. Stop it. Stop it. This was a tangent it for is. the Silk episode. Um, it's making this room even more warm because I'm getting upset. Because of your anger. Um, did you want to talk about any of the comics you read? Or are your, are your bones just melted? I mean, I'm fine for a minute. I have okay. been reading more of Justice League International. Which, oh boy. It's Olivia. I hate comics. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> Me too, buddy. Like, it, can we not do the thing where it's like, oh, from issue one to six, it's Justice League, and then from seven to twenty-five, it's Justice League International, and then it splits into two things. What was Justice League International is now called Justice League America, and there's also Justice League Europe, and they have crossovers. Don't worry about it. Nobody's gonna tell you where they are. Also, you have Justice oh. League Quarterly. Which comes out every three months, and you gotta just figure out where it goes. <laughs> I tried to look <sighs> up a reading order, and I could not find one. So I'm just, like, paying attention. I'm like, alright, well, where is this arc taking me? Hmm, when does... <laughs> where, where am I at? March 1991? Alright, I should switch to Europe. Where is this arc taking me? Ah, May 1991. I think I have to put a quarterly in here. <laughs> ah. Oh. Also, well, DC Universe, pick up your shit. There's, like, missing issues. <laughs> you Disgusting. <laughs> like, you're missing issues, like, 33 to 35 of Justice League America, and then, like, issue... Like, one... And then, like, issue 42. Like, it goes from, like, 41 to 43 or something like that. And I'm like, please. <laughs> please. How are you going to know where else, what Booster and Beetle are up to? Where else am I going to get these comics? I came here for guy content and then Booster and Beetle reared their ugly heads and reawakened something inside me. And <laughs> I just... Uh, here you are. Here I am. I had a dream about Booster Gold 
and Blue Beetle, and I just want all of these men out of my head. You gotta, you gotta get them out of your head. I gotta. Oh, Olivia, did you have comics to talk about? Um, I did not. I did not have new comics uh, this week. I'm still kind of dealing with post-moving Ah, uh, yes. Um, you could read JLI DC. with me. I don't know. I'm I'm watching what it's doing to you, and I don't know <laughs> if I should. It's a fun comic, a is the thing. Except it's definitely a product of its time. Like, all of the men are just constantly like, ooh, power girl in a bikini. It's like stop oh my god stop it stop it stop it um we can't we can't both be reading jli because then this show will literally just be us we get on we talk about boostal for an hour and then we leave i mean i'm sure and that's every week i'm sure there's a market for it i mean yeah <laughs> Ngozi, come on the podcast. I was just about to say, maybe we could finally get Ngozi Okazu on the podcast. I say finally, as if we have ever asked. We we just, we put the energy out there into the universe. <laughs> Look, she is like one of the busiest people alive. I have seen her schedule that she has put on Patreon, and I'm like, how? How? How, how are you doing this um, many projects at once? I can barely even handle one podcast a week. It's it's unbelievable to me. Um I do I didn't read any comics. Um there were a bunch of uh fun announcements at DC Fandom uh, this past weekend. Dan Dio's uh we, DC uh Didiodome. Yeah, Dan Didio's DC Fan Didiodome. Um, even though Dan Didio's not there anymore. No, but it's still fun to say if I can ever remember how to say it. <laughs> it's so fun to say. Um, we are, um, going, we're going to record a bonus episode, um, in the next couple days doing a rundown of the new stuff. So if you want to, uh, listen to that, to our thoughts. Um, you should, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. You can do just a dollar a month and get access to that. Um, if you can't do that, we do super understand. Um, some other ways to, uh, keep up with us. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook and Instagram. Um, Twitter is where we are the most active. As you may have noticed if you follow us there already. Um, we have a Discord server where... We are even more active. Actually, we are, yes. You actually don't have to read Justice League International because you can get all the best excerpts from it on Discord. I... Live and in person. I feel so bad for taking over that channel, but I'm like, there is a mute button for a reason. I, there is, and... Nobody should be using it because they should be seeing this great Boostal content. It's and not also all Boostal content. <laughs> Some of it is just Some of it's guy. Nonsense. A lot of it is guy. A lot of it is Boostal. Who am I kidding? I'm gonna scroll up <laughs> in this channel and see if there's any panel that does not have one of those three characters in it. Um yes. While you do that, um, Discord, another way to support the show. If you don't, you can't subscribe on Patreon or you just don't feel like it. Um, I do get it. But if you want to leave a rating and review where you listen to the show, um, we would super appreciate that. Um, we will give you a shout out if you do. Um, if you want to tell a friend about the show, um, that would be cool if we won't. If you tell a friend and then you come and you say, I told my friend, I we will give you a shout out. Um and just uh just being here and uh and listening. So thank you uh for joining us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, stop locking women in bunkers. Just don't do it. 
god! <laughs> <laughs>